Red Giorno, meatheads and vegheads alike. Welcome to another episode of Think Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Ty. This is my co-host, Eric. Would you like to introduce yourself? I need to say, Ty, you've done an excellent job of introducing us to the fourth cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is our fourth bite into this episode. Uh, we've encountered a medley of technical unlike when the sandwich artist puts pickles instead of banana peppers <laughs> on your sandwich. I hate when they oh, go God. for the wrong little the wrong little bucket. I absolutely hate it as well. Um, don't put my sandwich, bro. We don't need that, all right? I get enough iron noses as the resident vegetarian on this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what, Ty? Now that I think about it, I'm in, I'm in kind of a pickling mood. You know what I mean? <laughs> Last is homemade pickles. <laughs> I would love some of Ty's homemade pickle. Singular. Well, I'll be oh. in your suburban neighborhood tomorrow if you want me to swing by with a jar. <laughs> <laughs> I would love nothing more, Ty. That sounds beautiful. What are you doing in you my neighborhood? You gotta have a jar dealer. Um, I'll be attending a birthday party. Yes, adults do that. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I'll just give you the gift of pickles. Mm, a birthday bash of sorts. Um, mm. Is this birthday party going to be taking place or um, down the street? <laughs> It'll actually be in your building. Do you want to come? You're going to be in my living room by the chance. you <laughs> <laughs> my birthday to... past, right? We're having it in your kitchen. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> that is cool. Can you can well, you book Subway to... for birthday parties? Wow, I never thought of this, but probably. Book anything as long as you pay them enough that they would normally make on that day. You know, you'd probably look at last year's performance. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. Well, you only need to squish. Like all the the problem is all the tables in Subway are two seaters, so you probably have to pay some sort of birthday fee, event fee for them to align mm-hmm. all of those two person tables into a string of like eight or 10 people that mm-hmm. that's really the they, like you're basically making a foot long table <laughs> yeah you're absolutely right um miku jay-z and beyonce table you know what i mean that mm-hmm. seems 12 um mm-hmm. you're gonna have to you know pay a hefty price tag to date that much resource for your birthday bash totally i think I, Subway is never top of mind for celebrating birthdays because there's no activities for children there and no alcohol for adults. We've talked in length about alcohol for adults at Subway, but we've never really got into Subway's birthday strategy for the the minors. And I think part of Subway's strategy altogether is they just don't target minors. They're over that. They don't want anything to do with minors. There, there is too <laughs> much risk, too much baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There is a strict, you know, 21 and older policy at Subway, mm-hmm. and they don't even serve alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, better safe than sorry. Don't want to, you know, slip into any previously old habits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually don't even think they're allowed to build subways within a mile of any school. But I don't know for sure. Oh. <laughs> so, wow, that's a there's probably a good chance of that. Um, but then, time kids love Subway. You know what I mean? Nothing is more 
kid friendly than going into a subway. Maybe outside, you know, that's probably the only one that comes close with the whole playground. How do they get away with that? <laughs> well, this is what I'm trying to figure out: is if Subway really wanted to target children, they would add some sort of activity to the experience. And you could argue that building your sandwich, customizing it infinitely, is an activity in of itself. But that's an activity that adults who lack autonomy in their life enjoy not children who have fully they have freedom all day to imagine anything so that's not that exciting mm-hmm. for them they need it mm-hmm. mcdonald's has got the playgrounds chuck e cheese has got the arcade games some pizza places have bowling alleys but what does subway have to offer i really don't know a balanced diet maybe apple slices instead of chips <laughs> But McDonald's got the slices, chips mm-hmm. as in fries. If you if you're for the UK audience here, mm-hmm. they got apple slices at McDonald's. They got milk too. They got all kinds of good mm-hmm. stuff. They just don't have Gatorade, like <laughs> oh fucking Subway. Kids love Gatorade. Mm-hmm. They sure do. You know what? You know what else Subway is doing to, like almost. This is almost like bias in subway's store design like mm-hmm. if you think about ordering the sandwich it's order creating a footlong is one of those you have to be this tall to ride activities Eric. <laughs> and what because if you you know how <laughs> at some bathrooms there's the little urinal for uh people ties height or lower <laughs> uh yes subway doesn't have that same privilege for the smaller patrons. So if you go in a subway, mm-hmm. you gotta like look over the Doritos bags and try to see in there, but there's no step ladder for you. There's no elevated flooring. There's no lower window angle. You have to really be at like probably like five two or higher in order to and just for the breadheads, I'm way taller than five two, just to be clear. But <laughs> um uh, I think, like, at a certain, like, shoddies can't even order at Subway, you know? Like, what are they doing? Right, yeah. How do they manage? Yeah, shoddies are at a disadvantage at the way, that's for sure. Um, and not for any other than the line is probably positioned at some kind of, like, medium height. You know what I mean? It's, like, most ergonomic for the average human. Traditionally, the average human that goes to Subway is, like, a 6'4" construction man so it just works out in those places um there's not much we can do about that though Ty. but it is kind of fun to watch the you know people the little people move the chip bags out of the way just to get a glimpse of the meat yeah definitely it's tricky though like if i do a little bit of math with you pythagorean pythaga mixed green theorem <laughs> the if the taller you are the better angle you have you've got like hawkeye looking down into the buckets which means mm-hmm. regardless of the supply of banana peppers or the supply of shredded in the bucket you always can identify the in quotes vegetable that's in it now imagine you're shoddy you're just passing five four you're sight line your angle hitting those buckets get reveals a lot less of the interior 
meaning that if there's even a small dent in those tomato slice pile, you're not going to be able to ID the veggie in there. That's a tricky mm -hmm. situation. You need your man. Mm -hmm. You need your um, You're right. Same thing when shooting a basketball tie. You got to get a nice, good arc on that basketball. Mm -hmm. So it has a greater to, you know, go into the hoop. If you shoot it at a straight mm -hmm. line, it's just like you're you're limiting yourself in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's all it's all mathematics, right? Physics. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, how do we for you know the smaller clientele uh, that visits Subway? Do we introduce some kind of like six inch to twelve inch ladder? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> A foot. But we'll call it the footstool. <laughs> I love wow. that, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, perfectly Brilliant. branded term. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. that's the a good MVP solution because it's low cost, easy access, and doesn't actually undermine existing subway infrastructure. So it can be layered on. But you and I aren't really mm -hmm. additive guys. We like to refine. So I'm wondering how we could augment the core infrastructure of the subway <laughs> building to better accommodate there's two approaches mm -hmm. in my head two schools of thought you can raise the floor out the line or lower the buckets both have advantages and disadvantages let's talk about them if you raise the floor you create a tripping hazard for all patrons but if you lower the buckets you make it harder for the artists to grasp into the very bottom to find those really wet cubes i know you like them wet mm -hmm. I sure do. In fact, <laughs> I love when uh, the artist doesn't give them a shape before putting them, <laughs> when they just go like full handful and sopping wet and they just like layer it on the sandwich. That's my favorite. Even, be um, dude, even better when they give them a little squeeze and just like you watch mm -hmm. the, like the cucumber juices drip down their wrist. Mm, beautiful. Cube mm. juice. Every handful of cube, it's like they're also doing a pickleback. <laughs> they put that in on reserve for their staff party later mm -hmm. it's like their their sleeves are just being filled with pickle juice and it's like pooling near the elbow, near the elbow. Oh, guys. Dude, it's basically the equivalent of like you ever do a shoe <laughs> at a party surely you've done a mm -hmm. shoe before where you gotta like pour your budweiser yeah you gotta pour the Coors light into your cabbie boot and then uh, <laughs> set that shit back to guzzle guzzle I think at mm -hmm. Subway, the equivalent would be you got to do a glove <laughs> and you just got to like all the sweat and sauces that ended up inside that glove. You're squeezing it out the finger into your mouth like a little like tube of toothpaste. Wow. That's uh, that's a sight to be seen right there. You know, mm -hmm. I, back when I was living in China, shit, like you know, both literally and figuratively on the street. Mm -hmm. Um one thing that I saw that I will never ever forget ever forget was was a rubber glove, much like the ones at Subway. Okay, this is like this isn't the new glove that we used when blending a sandwich, but it's the more like thick one that like you might see at a deli as well. Um, it was filled with some kind of liquid, like almost like a Coca Cola color. It was like a black dark brown dark liquid brown. and it was tied <laughs> and it was just sitting in in an alleyway and it was like a glove that was like fully ballooned and filled with liquid it was just sitting on the ground 
It's just like, I was like, I don't even want to know what is in that up right now. So when you said do yeah. it lovey, shit, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I, I'm just going to think of this, like, cancerous, like, fucking sinkhole of a drink. Damn, I didn't realize <laughs> that you found, like, a cursed balloon animal. I, the first balloon animal I've ever seen. Mm-hmm, the forbidden, forbidden Gatorade, but if there was um, if there was like a wet market for balloon animals, yeah, the wet market. <laughs> Ironically, it's wrapped up in the N ninety six equivalent of a glove. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we'll give it a pass. No, no, they they made a new version, Eric. Ninety six. Oh, really? Are we still pretending about this virus that that matters or? Have we moved on yet? Have we moved on yet? Uh, nothing is real, but if, I'm not gloved up or masked up anywhere I go anymore. I think as a society, we've moved past. I'm not even going to name. I'm not even going to name it. We're just going to call it it. I moved past it. Yeah. I just call it our most recent inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, the great <laughs> inconvenience of the, <laughs> the information. Exactly. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. That's how we'll remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for making the subway line more accessible to those under five four, um, mm-hmm. I need to add one of those like brothel style mirrors on the ceiling. <laughs> the porn mirror. The porn mirror, exactly. So that you could like instead of like ordering your sandwich by looking down, you just look straight mm-hmm. up at the ceiling, kind of like. A- and then you can see a perfect mirror image of the entire line. And actually that angle might be so nice because it's like perfectly perpendicular. Dude, I love that idea. That's so cool. You don't even <laughs> need to put it all in the ceiling, Eric. The glass of the sneeze guard has a natural curvature to it that comes oh. up and over the vegetables. Just put a glass underside on that thing or a mirrored, a mirrored underside. Wow, you're right. It should be a uh, one-way or two-way mirror. Mm-hmm. Is it a, is a one-way mirror or a two-way mirror? <laughs> one-way mirror. So you can see up that, and it reflects down to the veggies. But the sandwich artist, who is arguably going to be taller than you in this situation, mm-hmm. can look down through the mirror at you confused and trying to make sense of the, the line. Yeah, I guess so. Or maybe Wait. see over the line, right? Yeah, they can see through the sneeze guard. We, we want to make sure they can ma- maintain perfect eye contact with you, right? Wait, wait, I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this. On one side, so the inner side of the line, mm-hmm. right? The that's going to be the innie. Mm-hmm. That's a mirror. So that way, when you are short and you're looking up through the sneeze guard, you're seeing the top of, from the mm-hmm. outside, right? But you're seeing the inside of the top. And that's reflecting down into the buckets. So that side's a mirror. Just have to hire sandwich artists that are able to see over the line. Because locking eyes mm. with your customer through the glass is a little unsettling anyway. It'd be really on brand for some way if they only employed like retired NBA players or like yeah. college basketball stars that didn't quite make it. They had an injury and now they. They're just lanky and behind the sneeze guard at Subway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, they, they've like invested so much into sports. Mm-hmm. Might as well just hire them. Right. Oh yeah, the off season. Everyone's got downtime. It needs a little cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard CF. Yeah. Like you can often find them at like a uh, Starbucks <laughs> in the off season. <laughs> Uh, well, what side of the counter though? Are they ordering the frap or are they they mixing it up? I don't know. They could be taking your order, you know, writing your name all along on the on the cup. That's probably more likely. I'm convinced it makes it actually checks out, Eric, because the two groups of people that don't know how to spell are baristas at Starbucks and NFL players. <laughs> and oftentimes they're the same. Yeah. Turns out the Venn diagram is more overlapping than we could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of employees, yes, yes. So I was (laughs) the other day, and I need to talk to you about this. I learned. Wait, where were you? I was doing quick math. It turns out I do a lot of quick math. Guy's a fucking mathematician. Yeah, like uh, I don't know any famous mathematicians. Are there famous mathematicians? Uh, yeah, dude. I'll name one. Fucking Albert Einstein. You ever thought of dude, that? He did, he's a physicist, idiot. What do you think physics is is based on? I don't know. Isn't is Galileo a physicist? Because he looked up at the sky like a... the whole time. He was like shoddy trying to get some tomatoes and cukes on her sandwich. Dude, if that guy is a mathematician, then fucking Vogel is a pediatrician. <laughs> That's a that's a great uh, new role for Vogel. I think that's a natural progression in his very windy career. But anyways, I'm doing mm-hmm. some math. I'm looking at some stats on Subway. We know there's 44,000 locations of Subways. That's a lot of Subways. Did you know that there's 380,000 active duty sandwich artists supporting oh those 44,000 locations? And I say active duty, Eric. Yeah, okay. I say I active ask, duty. Like, duty. I was gonna ask duty. <laughs> duty. I was gonna ask Pi. Is that based on an average number of employees per location? This is just a blanket. This is uh, like gross sandwich artists, and I <laughs> that. literally gross artists. Gross. Which, if you do average it out, works out to about eight sandwich artists per franchise, which I actually think seems low if you need to, especially for a 24-hour location, to have at least two on staff at all times. Mm. But we, you, we're familiar with the late-night sandwich that only has one artist on deck, right? And then you got to wait. If there's two people ahead of you in line, you got to wait 10 minutes to order. Yeah, totally. And so there is that situation. So some sandwich artists are some franchises are probably overstaffed, some are understaffed, such as the supply chain. But 380,000 sandwich artists, Eric, that was, I was comparing it to sizes of militaries. That would make Subway the 26th largest military on earth by country <laughs> if they chose to mobilize all artists at once. If you take Canada, Germany, and Denmark's militaries and combine them all, that's about the size of the active duty sandwich oh, <laughs> of all personnel at 
in all three of those militaries. That's obscene. There's so many people on LinkedIn with the job title sandwich artist. Wow. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch to assume that they're on LinkedIn. Um, but that's... <laughs> LinkedIn, LinkedIn's too white collar for the artists. Yeah, LinkedIn implies that you're like you have skills that are using your brain, and you're looking for a job. Um, Dude, but can we? You have can we maybe that are transferable. Your skills are transferable to forty three thousand nine hundred ninety nine <laughs> other jobs. <laughs> wow, that is actually true. You could easily relocate near the digital nomad concept. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Because you're able to just like go to any other subway world. It's probably one on mm-hmm. Antarctica by now. Probably. They're hungry down there too. Exactly. Um, but Ty, maybe we I'm going over the armies that are starting at number twenty seven and down. Because I'm curious if <laughs> which countries <laughs> That's a great idea. Let me pull up this list here of the largest countries by military by military size. Interestingly enough, the biggest country is actually Vietnam, and it's because oh. they have so many people on a retainer. They train every citizen, and then they uh, just let them be inactive, but they're on reserve, so they could they maintain training, and then they could be activated at any moment. I thought that was kind of interesting. But let me pull up the total personnel. Because I, I thought they got wiped out, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're just planning to be. So get this, Eric. Subway sandwich artists, man-to-man artist to army could defeat <laughs> France in a war. France oh, comes shit. in at 175K. That's the, that would be their biggest competitor. But we both know that France, like great at baguettes but they're not a fighting fighting class of human right they're not the warrior types so it's a good chance that the bystanders and allow uh the fresh army to just waltz on through Mm -hmm. yeah what else we got here they could beat greece italy sri lanka oh wow three hundred forty-one thousand in iraq dude operation desert storm (laughs) (laughs) Sent in the sandwich artists, dude. That Tex-Mex bread is Operation Death. <laughs> dry that shit is. Wow, wow. yeah, dude, that's actually scary. Yeah, dude, sandwich artists are... subway. Yeah, could take on the Taliban and liberate Afghanistan if it's just like man-to-man combat, glo- like plastic gloves versus real armor. They're sandwich artist brains against the brawn of the Taliban. They're both skilled at surviving in um, desolate environments. Both both live in food food deserts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Wow. Uh, Possible. Same with Afghanistan. Same with Saudi Arabia, United Kingdom, Switzerland, Cambodia. Okay, so these are all countries, as Trump said. So what's number 25? How can we, like, like grow this army okay. to, <laughs> to like, move up the ladder for a competition? Yeah, yeah. So the next closest 
cousin is Morocco. So that would be, oh. if we want to like size up, that would probably be most attainable option. But if we want to mm -hmm. set our sights a little higher, we could take on countries like Mexico or Belarus isn't too far away. And I heard that it's very trendy to invade Belarus. Belarus. Is it pronounced Belarus? Dude, what did you just call it? Belarus? It sounds like a Microsoft product. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've only ever read the word. I don't watch the news. Wow, that's 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 actually fascinating. Um, thank thank you, so. you for sharing some of your no, thank you, Eric, for sharing some of your Eastern European history and dialect with me. <laughs> my culture's not your not your <laughs> right now your culture is my podcast. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Speaking of okay. podcast ties, unless you have more to talk about on this army topic, I wanted to talk quickly about Drake's podcast. No way. Is this a artificial intelligence Drake podcast or is this a real podcast? <laughs> wow, that would be good. We've, we've seen um, but no, Ty, this is a real, a real podcast or a show. I'm not totally sure, but it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Lil Yachty. Mm. Have you seen this? And they're they're I in uh, Turks and Caicos on the beach filming uh, filming this. Oh, that's dope! You know what? I was noticing in Drake's photos on Instagram lately, his posture hasn't been very good. And I even I need that. I'm like that guy's got podcasting posture lately. <laughs> wow! So it's probably from sitting in some kind of like Herman Miller chair with a microphone. Mm -hmm. with a microphone. Does he not do that for a living? Or do you think Drake's the type to stand up in the booth? Well, I think he's developed two problematic postures. He's got the lean back, I'm on vacation stance, but he's also got the mm -hmm. lean forward, mm -hmm. I just bet 400k on Jake Paul punch. And both of those <laughs> are very similar to how I act in the booth, whether we're at the start or the end of an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He bet a little bit too much on Jake Paul this time because he lost. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, he was doing the gamer lean for that one. And I'm yeah, doing the gamer lean right now, Ty. Right now. <laughs> I'm leaning into this right now, too. So tell me a little bit more about this podcast, Eric. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's a podcast, and I think it's hosted by Yachty. And of course, they are really great friends, so they got to record their first episode together i don't really know what's in store for episode um but they talked a lot about you know drake opening up um mm -hmm. talk about going to therapy um doing a graceful exit from the music scene mm -hmm. um a lot of like kind of deep stuff and i felt like the just the setting was beautiful it was like golden hour in Turks and Caicos and it just kind of like faded into night spoke wow and were there any beverages or bongs being passed around what what was fueling this conversation um there must have been some kind of beverage if I remember correctly it was in a red solo cup cool so I don't really know what it was but yeah, no, um, no drugs being passed around. That would get them demonetized. Hi. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that's really interesting. I'll have to give this a run back. Um, mm -hmm. 
it's very exciting to hear that Drake is finally opening up and being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You know, I just remembered the entire show is actually kind of like for Yachty's sunglass line, which is really weird. I just remember this like important point about it. He's wearing these sunglasses the entire and then like throughout the episode, there's like like graphics of these glasses that come up saying like you can you can buy these for like whatever and it's just like wait a second he's wearing those and it's like a really weird moment when you realize the whole thing is just kind of an ad damn so is this a pod or is this a sponsored post it's a sponsored post hi but featuring drake and drake is being vulnerable so i'm in that's really cool Mm -hmm. little little yachty's uh really going through a glow up. I liked his new album. I some people were saying it was his um to pimp a butterfly, but I don't mm. agree with that statement. But I liked it. Why not? I, I well, I think he's just a little too goofy. He is a goofy dude, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think it's yeah. Oh, never mind. I thought I saw your birthday friend walk down right, here, but, down it's down him, but it's not him. <laughs> oh, really? Eric's been looking through the blinds. I'm creeping through the blinds. I'm sneaking in this and <laughs> yeah, get this guy out um, of the booth. Get out of his booth. But one thing I want to talk about, Ty, was um, Drake and his therapist. They came to a real um, uh, conclusion or breakthrough, I guess, in their sessions. Mm-hmm. And Drake uh, detailed the whole thing on the podcast. So basically, what he said was. Um, it's really hard for him to date or even like interact with people because his huge titties. <laughs> Drake has huge titties. Drake has huge titties. And of course, I mean, the titties are a metaphor for him being extremely distracting. He's so high profile, Ty, that like, even if there's like a beautiful girl in the room with huge, t- no one's looking at the girl. Everyone's looking at Drake. Drake has the biggest tits in the room at all times. So everyone's just distracted by the fact that Drake is there. Interact with him normally. Oh, man. That's true. He's too high profile. <laughs> He's got too much clout. When when clout mm-hmm. goes bad. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, I thought it was cool that um, a therapist like, like somehow was like, put it into terms that Drake can understand. <laughs> He's like, no, like, listen, like, you have really big titties. <laughs> Dude, it's kind of goal, so to just, like, have the biggest metaphorical titties, you know? In every room you're in. If you could have the Let's biggest see. titties in the world without actually having tits, that's, like, a sign that you want at life. Mm-hmm. That's the energy I walk in a subway with. Because when I walk in a subway, Eric, I'm like, Pay attention to me. I'm the creative director. Mm-hmm. Exactly. To find the hell out of that sandwich after this. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that is a really interesting breakthrough. And I'm just trying to process it a little bit and empathize with what Drake's going through. I mean, he's very lucky that he has a therapist that's willing Pretty to gas path. him up and not. Uh, bring him down. I feel like the objective mm-hmm. of therapy was to make you feel bad about yourself, not good. <laughs> well, nobody goes to therapy if they feel too good about themselves, Ty. They end up just causing havoc in their relationships day to day and day to day. Don't. 
Um, it's pretty easy to empathize to Drake. You just have to imagine yourself with a huge rack. Perfect. <laughs> I'm out right now. I'm jumping up and down. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I'm doing one of those, like, thirst trap uh, Instagram. Like, you just, like, turn around. That's, that's the whole reel. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You can just, you just stand there. Wonderful society we live in. Wow. Huh. I think I'm going to have some more revela- revelations on this, Eric. It's, it's sinking in right now. But I'm very, <laughs> I'm very excited because I think you unlocked something for me around how I can set trajectories and hustle in my own life. <laughs> I'm happy for that. I learned I'm happy something for you. today. Um, but I hope so this podcast because that's what we do for a living guy and we gotta we gotta bring the heat every 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 tuesday and friday you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah I, I, got big, value. I have big tongue titties if you will when i'm uh, <laughs> when i'm on this pod the biggest tongue in the room <laughs> one might say the loudest voice too main mm-hmm. character energy well, when you don't know what to say, just say it louder. <laughs> that's, that's the rule I live by. Mm-hmm. Say it and just anxiously giggle and then pray the other person will move on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Stupid. Well, breadheads, I think this is time for us to wrap up this episode. Move on, if you will. Eric, it's been lovely podcasting with you, as always. My pleasure as well. Um, Nothing else to add. Perfect. Just a little giggle and then we move on. Hee hee. Hee hee. All right. Think Fresh, everybody. Uh, Remember to follow us on Instagram. Follow Think Fresh LLC on LinkedIn for updates to (laughs) the our corporate affairs and uh, see you next time.